I'm I'm recording now. Oh, good. Yeah, okay. We're going. So, all right. Welcome, welcome to the podcast. Uh, this is Caleb Robinson speaking, and I'm with um, Dax or Jared Robinson, <laughs> Tyler Severson. And today we're going to be talking about Modest Mouse. Actually, I should I should introduce the uh, the format of the podcast. Is there I, a I format? Guess. There's a yeah. format. There's a there's a scheme. Okay. So the the goal is is that every week we're going to listen to a different band. We're going to sift through the majority, if not all, of their discography, and then we're going to listen to it, and then we're going to talk about it, and that's it. That's that's the format. First we sift through it, then we listen to it. I, well, we got, I got. I did do a little sifting. I had to like go through the albums and decide which ones were actually worth listening to. There is there is a spreadsheet. There is a document. It's legitimate. It is yes. legitimate. Mm-hmm. Uh, so again, we're going to do Modest Mouse this week. And so for this week, we are covering the six major studio albums that were released, starting with This is a Long Drive for Someone with Nothing to Think About, which is the longest title ever, uh, Lonesome Crowded West, Moon in Antarctica, Good News for People Who Love Bad News, We Were Dead Before the Ship Even Sank, and Strangers to Ourselves. And that's what we're covering. Any thoughts so far? <laughs> No, we're all, we all good to go. I only listen to three of the albums. I'm a bad boy. <laughs> you're go, so. you're going to get straight to, to rat so yourself out. So Jared. So I disappointing. Am. I listened to all of them today. No, Ooh, did you really? I was lazy. Yeah, oh, I did. Oh my goodness. Wait, you, oh, did you really listen to all six albums today? Oh, well, all five and a half that I listened to. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cause you, cause nobody could make <laughs> it I, all the way through strangers to ourselves. No. Do we pretty, start with that? I mean, the funny thing is, is that the length is the same as basically, uh, in fact, I think it's shorter than some of the other ones because Lonesome Crowded is like, what, an hour and 10 minutes long? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, be- it's just beautiful, isn't it? Oh. Just sheer beauty. Uh, actually, let's get into that. What's what's your favorite albums across the table just starting out? Lonesome Crowded West is mine. Same. Same. Jared? Probably good news for people who love bad news. That's my close second. I mm-hmm. I think that the, the reason that I view good news for people who love bad news so highly is because that was the album that like we were first introduced to and the one that we grew up on yes that's true that's number four for me number four dropping all the way to four is number two for you moon in antarctica yes okay and then this is long drive yep okay and then good news Mm -hmm. you can guess the rest from there i I sure can i mean the album that you did not finish is probably the one that you did not like the most (laughs) do you okay cody do you want to get into this now yeah, let's just start with it. Let's get okay. So, Tyler, do you have any songs specifically from Strangers to Ourselves that you did not like? Yeah, I don't know. I don't like Pistol that much. That's the one. <laughs> That's the. Really we, not, I didn't even make it to the whole song. Should oh, we? God. Should we do it, Cody? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, we're gonna play a little bit of Pistol just to get a little idea of what this song sounds like. There we go. I've got my pistol in the car, uh-huh. I've got my stereo in the car, uh-huh. I've got my rookie in the car. Sounds like really bad uh-huh. Robin Thicke. <laughs> it, I, I can definitely agree with the, the really bad part. Yeah. It's just clunky. It doesn't sound like a, a Modest Mouse proper song. I don't, I don't know what it sounds like. You should have just auto-tuned. That would have made it so much better. That would have done it. Yeah. The other one, the other one that me and Cody have been talking about is Coyotes. If you, if you do, do you remember Coyotes? Oh, I, yeah, I know Coyotes. Jer, have you heard Coyotes yet? Uh, other, uh, you showed a little bit of. It to okay, me we'll earlier, we'll play a little bit of Coyotes really quick. Coyotes. I also like that we're starting with 
our least favorite tracks. <laughs> we're really we're really starting off with what we think is the best representation of Modest Mouse. I think that's I think that's a good amount. I actually I mean I didn't think that one was that bad. Not as bad. It's no, not it's as no bad, principle. but it's just not good. It's no. I so here's here's the distinction that I had between Strangers to Ourselves and We Were Dead. I feel like that album is a little bit more just so so middle of the road music. I didn't necessarily love anything on that album, but I didn't really hate anything. I liked songs off of Strangers to Ourselves, but I also disliked songs. And so in comparison, it's hard. I can't pick. I'm having a hard time deciding which of the two albums I like better because one of them is just really middle ground. And then the other one is like really mixed. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we were dead. Johnny Moore was like a part writer on half the songs on that thing. Mm-hmm. And that kind of plays into it. I don't know. I, l- I like that album. All right. But that's an album that everyone likes. When you ask someone about it, if they don't know anything, then they know Dashboard. obviously float on. And if they know something then they know float on in this album, and that's basically all they have. Right. Yeah. You know, everyone likes that album. I don't. I don't totally know why, <laughs> but I. It, it's. I. I just think. So here's the thing: is that I think that it's it's for different listeners too. Because I know that I typically don't like the more commercially successful albums from bands, mm-hmm. and so that's why I really like Lonesome Crowded West is because it's not a commercial sound at all. It's it's very very eclectic and strange. It's it's. Like it's very jammy, like it sounds like a jam mm-hmm. band where like each one of the songs, other than like one or two, are like six minutes long. So like none of them are gonna get radio play ever. Yeah. None of them. All sh- it's like four songs in a song. They all shift all over the place. None of their music was really commercial, anyways. Right. They just got really lucky with that. Float on became the song that people wanted to listen to when they went to a baseball game for some reason. <laughs> right. But, like <laughs> they're not. It's not really that commercial necessarily, but no. I mean, I guess it, it ended up being, but it's like um, Franz Ferdinand or anything like that. Like <laughs> for some reason in the mid 2000s, we just really liked rock bands out of the blue again. Right. Well, that is the weird thing because with like Good News was really their most commercially successful album. I think that Moon and Antarctica had elements of Good News. Uh, but it's a, it still has kind of that like jam style sound, like that ki- almost garage sound to them, where Good News has like a lot of like orchestral work and a, like mm-hmm. a lot of strange instrumentation. Yes. And there's a lot of... Um, there's eight members of the band currently. There's eight active members in Modest Mouse. Right. Eight. That's a lot. That's a lot. There's yeah. like Arcade Fire-esque. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what all... I mean, I know Isaac Brock. Other than that, I don't know well, any of the other. That's ones the only like original member left. No one else is there. Okay. Eric Judy's gone. They're all. All the rest of them are gone. The, the drummer is original. Jeremiah did Green. Did he come back? Yeah. Did yeah. Jeremiah Green come back? Well, he only left for a year, from '93 uh, to 2003, and then again in '04 to now. Did you say '93 to 2003? Yeah. Yeah. Ten years. That's how long he was in the band. Oh, how long he was in the band? I thought you that '93 to 2003, and then. He left for at least no more than a year. Yeah. And then returned and until now. Gotcha. But everybody else is pretty new. Yeah. Well, but there's like violin, percussion, percussion. 
bass. There's a yeah. There's bass. two. There are two drummers. There's a bang a banjo, pump organ, ukulele player. A band that that's a very specific role in the band. Well, he also mm-hmm. does vocals, guitars, and backup. Okay, so or backup vocals, I should say. But so they, it's kind of interesting because they did. They've always used violin mm-hmm. and banjo, mm-hmm. and then I listened. I listened to them in order. Yeah, um, and you can hear it all changing and increasing. Once you get to the Moon Antarctica, they start to add a few more types of instruments into it. So right. I don't know. It's kind of weird. And actually, the the violin starts to change its sound. I mean, in this is a long drive. Mm-hmm. It wasn't quite as fiddly as it is in Lonesome Crowded West, for instance. No, I agree with you. It, it is interesting because I, I, the thing that I I think I noticed is that the, the big shift happened at Moon and Antarctica. And I think that that's probably because of the fact that they got into a major label. Because uh, the first two albums, Long Road or Long Drive and Lonesome Crowded West, were both on Up Records, if I remember correctly, and mm-hmm. then the rest of the albums were on, I think, Epic. And so I think that that like that shift in sound started to happen once they came to a major label. But I think that that was also very much a creative decision by the band. I think that they wanted to go in a different direction from like their. Like I think that they liked those elements of their music and they wanted to start incorporating them more into their music. Yeah, just it kind of it all just polishes up album to album until you get pat until you get to when they add a lot more in good news for people who love bad news and then it just kind of flattens out. Yeah. I what do you what do you think happened from cuz I I think some people like good news but I don't think that it's as universally loved as their first 3 albums and then it just continues to drop off like in terms of critical success for we were dead and then strangers to ourselves what was it that happened in those albums that like made that shift from they started to have i think part of it was that they started to have a more commercial sound but then again i agree with you jared in that it's not entirely commercial it's still very much strange Mm -hmm. and so it's not like a traditional like it's not a pop record by any means like well i mean they're considered an alternative rock band but they're not that in the same way that other alternative rock bands are Mm -hmm. you know they're not the killers they're not anything like an alternative rock the bravery or any like no they're very different from those kind of alternative rock bands right they're also very different from like indie rock bands like i like if you go through like more folky really yeah and even and and I think it's some songs that are folky and then some songs that are not. They have like that kind of folk element and then they have that kind of like alternative rock, garage rock kind of sound to other songs. Um, I think the folk is almost more of just an element to their music rather than like the actual overarching genre. It's hard to put them in a box yeah. when it comes yeah, I would down say to so. it. Although they have, they got, they have like some weird tonal quality stuff that wasn't, experimented with prior to that and still kind of weird like he uses a lot of harmonics in certain situations that are kind of different Mm -hmm. they also just the tone the tone of the guitars is kind of weird actually like in the first couple albums and even into the third one it's kind of like you can't tell if it was mixed well like it kind of sounds like the tone in the guitar is just wrong Mm -hmm. i don't know i could definitely see that especially especially on the debut which has a lot of I feel like we should play a song from the debut yeah. album. Which one? Which one should we play from? From uh, first song. You want play? Yeah. You want to play that one? Yeah. Okay. Drama, mean right? Am I saying mm-hmm. it right? I keep uh, saying it like I'm gonna say it wrong. Something like that. Something like that.
I think I'm keeping it at around like 30 seconds a track. That seems like a fair amount. That's yeah. about the cleanest the tone sounds on all of that. Yeah. I cuz I know that one of the ones the one that I like quite a bit is very much one of their less clean songs is Dog Paddle. Mhm. I'm going to That's play, a good one. I'm going to play a little bit of Dog Paddle cuz I like ra- Dog Paddle. In the round on that one, right? Yeah, I love that's what I was thought. I love the round on that one. <laughs> Nothing more pleasant than a nice cough at the beginning of a song. All right. Just, there's just nothing clean about that. They just sound fun, though. Yeah, they sound like they're having fun. I agree. Which I think into into the last couple albums, they don't sound as fun. I do. I think that they're not having as much fun either. I well, think they kind of address the issues they're trying to put forth in a different way towards like on the last albums. Mm-hmm. You know, so they're not as they're more direct with some of it, and it, I think it changes how they go about delivering. Um, okay, so. Cody, we went we went through this, so let's let's do this with Tyler. Yes, Tyler, fa- yes. favorite track on the first album. Ooh, all right. Let me get, let me take a peek. All right, take a peek. We do this with you too, Jared. But guess what? You didn't Ooh. listen to all the albums. I, I like I mean, I like Breakthrough. I like Breakthrough a lot. Uh huh. I like Beachside Property too. Beachside Property is very good. I think those are those are the main those two. are my two favorite ones. All I mean, right. Drama means also that's a good song. All right. That's my favorite. Yours is yeah. I remember. Yeah, you did say that. Uh, mine, is, I st- I still think mine is Dog Paddle. It's just weird. I like mm-hmm. their I like their weirdest mm-hmm. music possible. Like anytime that they completely shatter what is what I expect them to sound like, that's oh. when I'm like, all right, that's good. Now, what about Pistol? <sighs> we talked about Pistol. <laughs> now that's weird. Uh, it's it's not a good weird. It's a different <laughs> weird. I don't I don't know how to describe that weird. Um, okay, so next album, Lonesome Crowded West, favorite track. Oh, easily doing the cockroach. Mm-hmm. See, that's Cody, my favorite track all all of their all time. Oh, is that your favorite? It's my favorite Modest Mouse oh, song. You know what? We're gonna play a little bit of doing the cockroaches for Tyler. Then. Oh, good. really gets into it later too i recommend that track heavily ha, ha, yeah ha. that's a good one uh cody said he was tied between doing the cockroach and cowboy dan right yeah i love those two i really like cowboy convenient dan parking is really too. good i think convenient parking is like it's one of their their songs that are much lesser known that like deserve like that's one of the uh, the songs from that album i feel like actually could have a little bit of radio play to it as mm-hmm. compared to the rest of that record at least um okay. that's a good one uh Parker's atlas is good too oh every okay let's just <laughs> let's just get out of the way i what i said earlier was uh you could pick any song off of lonesome crowded west as your favorite song and i'd be like yeah yep that's a good one like if you said shit luck i'd be like i love shit luck shit luck is such a good track it is so you know what <laughs> that is a difficult one but <laughs> you don't like shit luck <laughs> i like it i like 
that I like that track, but I don't know. I don't know. You know, let's it comes after long distance drunk is like really kind of it's a little bit like of a mellow guy to it, and then all of a sudden they just come in here with that. Hey, let's let's do let's do just the, just the beginning of shit luck just to get an idea of what this sounds like. This plane is definitely crashing. I think this is my favorite. Is, that album. is it? Yeah. I see. I love it shit luck. Crazy. Yeah. And then it's just that, basically, the whole time. And then every once in a while, he comes back in and he screams some more. This building's totally burning down. Well, the end's good, right? What, just the... the It's it's the climax. My heart is totally drying up, he says. Oh, yeah, 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 okay. I thought you meant just the last note. (laughs) I was like, that. I guess that is a way to end a song. And we're just like, oh, he's not... He's not a terrorist. He just has feelings. (laughs) (laughs) terrorists have feelings too <laughs> you know what get that get that message out there jared um but no i i would say like any song off of lonesome crowded west i i have no, no problem with any of the songs i think the only thing that i would say about lonesome crowded which i think is like pretty standard for both of the two last albums and then even some of their other work i don't know when it's going to end like the albums oh. are just really really long yep and there's never like a definitive like this song sounds like the end song so like an, a song will end and i'll be like oh there's still four more tracks to this album it's true it's very it's really difficult i dealt with that today too i'm like is this not because i was kind of rushing to get a lot in well you did listen to five and a half albums today over. i did i did that's a lot of modest mouse in one day <laughs> it's true i mean i was i was familiar with it all so it's like okay right you know, that's I but, have a you know what I have a favorite like twenty seconds, thirty seconds in that album too. Lonesome Crowded West. You have a favorite twenty seconds. Yeah, I have a favorite like little clip. Okay, well, what's the clip? And I can I can find it in Styrofoam Boots. Okay, you know the part. You know that's kind of like mellow in the beginning, and then right when the drums kick in. Okay, let's they're see. mixed really high. Yeah, you know. Do you know like do, you don't right have that there. down to a second? I'm assuming. Do you? It's around two minutes thirty seconds. Okay, let's go right to that point and see if we can find that drum kick. I can feel it coming. I would actually say that this was one of the more definitive, like, this sounds like the end of an album mm-hmm. tracks, but I would have also said the same thing about the end of Trucker's Atlas. Like, it could have trailed off at Trucker's Atlas, and I probably oh. would not have noticed. That's what happens if you have, like, a six-minute jam at the end of a ten-minute song. Right. Because, mm-hmm. you, you know, like... What, what comes next? <laughs> so, we'll move on to the next one. What's the favorite track off of Moon in Antarctica? Mine is... I came as a rat. That's a mm. good. That's a good song. That's a good song. That is a good song. I, what was what was yours? Uh, Life like weeds. Life like weeds. Okay. And then Jared, you didn't listen to this album, right? I'm gonna <laughs> say Wild Pack of Family Dog. It seems like it <laughs> okay. would be my favorite song. Let's let's try it. Let's see how, let's <laughs> see if it's your favorite. Let's see if I like this. Yeah, I love it. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know it's your favorite. This is, I mean, this is good, actually. It really is. I I, I think that Moon Antarctica is, is another a, one. Where is really is Coyotes thing. a sequel to this song? <laughs> I think I think the Coyotes is a sequel. To I think I figured it out without even listening to it. Uh, mine is Tiny Cities Made of Ashes. Who asked you? Well, nobody asked me, but I feel like I guess I should, I guess I should contribute to the. the track. I guess he gets a, he can ask himself as like the leader here, right? He yes. can just ask himself questions. I, I guess I I didn't necessarily like. I mean, I guess I kind of knew that I was going to be the the quote unquote leader of, of course this. You're the leader. Who else would it be? It's your equipment. Yeah, it's as long as it's my as long as I bring the equipment to the table, then I can tell everybody, hey, you have to do this podcast with me. And you made the list. I did make the list. If you bring the volleyball to the beach, you are the team captain. You're the spiker. (laughs) That's true. You're the the team picker guy. You lift the girls up when you win. All of it. The team picker guy. The team picker guy. That's you also play all positions at all times. No one touches the ball but you. They're just there to fill out the volleyball. Oh, I would I would court. love to be Same. that guy who like tries really, really hard at volleyball where like the ball's coming and he always I got it and you're like on the other side of the, the court and so you <laughs> right. run he's up always, and you miss it. Diving and like, oh, everywhere so all the time. Yeah, he's like he, he falls on the ground at least once every three minutes. And that's our That's you. That that's sounds me. like you. That's that's me being the leader of this that, podcast. That's the type of effort I could anticipate you putting in, in volleyball. And into the everything that I do with my podcast, of course. I will I will jump for every ball even if I know I'm going to miss it. And then we hit the next album. Good news. Good news. Good news. I'll talk I, I'll talk about good news all day, every day. I have bad news. What's up? Is that between Moon in Antarctica and Good News, yeah. there is an EP that is a compilation EP yeah. in two thousand one called Sad Sappy Sucker. Yep. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. And uh, we didn't listen to it because it's not a real album. <laughs> I know. I really wanted to get to Sad Sappy Sucker. I also I would have liked to have listened to to Baron von Bullshit Rides again because I liked the idea of hearing everything that they've got live. But mm-hmm. did have you listened to Sad Sappy Sucker? Have Tyler? I? Me? Oh, Tyler. Yeah, I own it, and oh, it's okay. fantastic. Do you want to talk about what's it? your favorite track from it? Birds v Worms, which is the first track. That's great. Duke's Up is really good. It's all really lo-fi. I mean, must have recorded it on some junky thing. Do we, have, do we have time? We got, we it's got, pretty we got good. Time. Why don't we? Why don't we play something from? Even though no, none of us listen to Sab Sappy Sucker, let's yeah, play Birds vs. Right. Grab, grab one. I like five, four, three, two, one. Lisp off. That's pretty funny. <laughs> you just like it, the the idea of the titles of songs. That the beginning of all of their songs sounds really pleasant. You never like get hit in the face with any of their songs. It's happy. It comes at you at some point. It works you into it though. Yeah. Like doing the cockroach. Like that doesn't sound like it's about to punch you in the face, no. but it's gonna punch you in the face. This is a long intro. I was hoping that I was hoping we would get to something, but I, I've let it play out for almost a minute. What happened to your uh, thirty-second rule? I cheated on this one. I, okay. th- I thought I, I would let it, I would let it slide for this one because most of them like have a long intro. Yeah, like if you play just the beginning of one of their songs, you're just like. Okay, well, we didn't get to anything. <laughs> I love that. Whenever you want to start, guys. 
Well, that's that's. I still think that that's like very standard for their earlier music is that it just sounds like them jamming out, mm-hmm. which is why I think that mm-hmm. like what like you said, Cody, is that it sounds like they're having more fun. Yeah. It just sounds like a bunch of guys just like playing music and having a good time. Yeah. And eventually Isaac Brock comes into the microphone and he screams at you. And that's it. That's right. But his screaming has gotten slightly more refined each album. So Oh, for sure. I think that has a yeah, lot no. to do with the production value as well. But I think that it also is the fact that he he knows what he's doing real well at this point. I, I heard he went to scream lessons. He went to scream lessons? <laughs> All right. You got to get the scream lessons in so that you can get right, you know. What kind of person teaches scream lessons? Scream that's an old lady. Point. It was slightly. Yeah, probably. No, it is. It's, I've seen videos like a lot of the... Um, Hardcore bands and stuff uh-huh. take lessons from the same lady, and she's a vocal coach. She's like sixty years old, and she teaches them how to scream. And it's so funny. How did okay? Well, who did she learn from? Is this like some like she like great? She, it's not ninja. that she knows how to scream necessarily. It's that she knows how to take care of her voice. Oh, okay. So she teaches you how you to scream properly wrong. scream. They already know how to scream. Mm-hmm. Screamers know how to scream, and she's just right. showing them how to protect their voice on the road. Okay. Scream properly so that you don't blow out your vo- your voice on the first night of the tour, and then you're screwed. Yeah. Basically, that's really sure that what they need. You're to not know how vo- to do. like bleeding out into your belly at all times. Mm-hmm. Interesting. We shall we should all go to a, a voice coach so we can all learn to scream like Ooh, Isaac Brock. That'd be fun. Then we can do that on the podcast. That that that'll really bring in the viewers, I don't right? Want that. <laughs> They're listeners, not viewers. You idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're not we're not doing the video podcast, not like Cody wanted. It's all audio. It's mm. all audio. Speaking Adios. of audio, you will never know what I look like. We can talk about good news for people. Yeah, good news. Okay, let's let's get to it. Okay, what's your favorite track? Float on. No, it's not float on. Um, but let's we start with I, Cody. Okay, start on. with me. Go for it, Cody. Oh God, hold on. Let me think. Uh, Bukowski, probably. I like Bukowski a oh, lot. Yeah, that is a good one, Jared. Is everyone's favorite Bukowski? Is that the deal? No, mine's Ocean Breeze Salty. Mine is Bury Me With It. I was going to say oh, that one, yeah. I love That's Bury Me one. With It. That is uh, let's let's play a little bit of Bury Me With It. That second place is Horn Intro for me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll play Horn Intro after this. Yeah, it's not even 30 seconds. This one does not have a long intro. This one gets right into it. We were shooting at a mountain of dirt. Well, nothing was broken, nothing was hurt. But I probably really should have been at work. But if my free time's gone, would you promise me this? That you will pay, bury me with it. See, that's, I think that's what makes Good News feel like a very different album from the rest of their albums is stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I like The Good Times Are Killing Me, too. That's a good song. That is a very good song. I, I think Setting that's a coffin. I, I think this is another one of the albums where, like, there really isn't, there's not a bum track on this album. Yeah. I can't think of any song on, I mean, other than Horn Intro. <laughs> there's also Interlude, interlude Milo. It's another good one. Oh, of course. That's the worst track on the album by far. Well, I mean, you know what you're signing up for when you get that horn intro. <laughs> That's true. Like you can't put on that. Does what it says on track, the 10. track one horn intro. You put the CD on. Yep, that's exactly what it is. And then he gets into think, the. Go ahead. I don't Tyler. think it was named. I don't think they named it. You know. Yeah, I, I think that that was on the like, back hey, of the CD. You don't think it was? Oh, uh, you're saying that you don't think that they named it 
Yeah, I With think whoever recorded it was like, listen, if you're going to give love for horns, then you better let people know that it's horns. This is my horn intro. It's <laughs> not your horn in intro. Or they're like, hey, people may be dumb. You haven't put a lot of horns in your music. They're going to be like, what is this sound for 10 seconds? And then they need to know on the track listing. Because <laughs> we all know that people who listen to Modest Mouse only listen to Modest Mouse and have never heard right. anything that would have a horn intro. And so no. they hear that and they're like, who is this? I don't, and then what it starts in a Modest Mouse song. You're like, okay, I really like this Modest Mouse song, but what the hell was that when I first put the CD on? Is it broken? I don't understand. I hope they do the horn intro in concert. <laughs> That's how they start every one of their 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 concerts, of course. There's a guy who walks out with a horn, mm-hmm. he plays the intro, and then he walks off, and then the, the concert actually proper begins. I could sure. see it. I like they, it. But they have to make sure to put, you know, on the screen behind him, it has to say, you know, horn <laughs> intro. They wouldn't know otherwise. Right. What, what is this man holding? I don't understand. <laughs> they have no clue. Some guy came out and played something before. I don't know what it was. I really like that Modest Mouse concert, but I'm telling you, there's something really weird going on with that beginning. You know, I really like that podcast where they just talk about horns for a really long time. <laughs> you know what? What else do you want to talk about, Cody? <laughs> Let's go to the next album. You want yes. to just, you want to zoom zoom right through good news for people who love bad to. news? We're not talking. zooming. We're busy talking about horn <laughs> intro right now. Yeah, we're <laughs> I'm not done talking about right. horn intro. Right, we haven't even horns. talked about interlude Milo. <laughs> play interlude. Play it. Let's play it. Not as good as horn intro, that's for damn sure. You know what, I think you might be right. I, I think I might have been wrong. I think I like the horn intro better. I'm going to go off topic a little bit. Yeah, go for it. That's- Any, anything... It, this is enough... It's not an intro, but it's an outro. What it, What is your favorite like hidden track on the CD? Like at the end of a CD, you don't... You think Ooh. the CD's over? Anybody have one in mind? I think I yeah, do, I actually. Yeah, I one. There's a Green Day track. Yep, that's what I was thinking about. Is it the one from Dookie? All by myself? Yep. Yeah, it's all by myself. (laughs) I love it. That's That's amazing. I mean, I think Nirvana has, right? Don't they have a hidden Uh, track at the end of uh, Nevermind? I I think so. I believe that's right. Lucky for uh, us, Nirvana is going to be our third band that we could talk about. So tune in for that hidden track later. I love talking about stuff. I love talking about it. I'm trying to think of other really good ones, but the the Green Day one is the one that comes to mind. Yeah, uh, me, the most. Me too. That's a good one. I can't. Um, and see, now nothing else comes to mind. I can't stop thinking about all by myself. Oh, it's man, so I'm good. It. Is that even like a proper song? Like, if you go to Spotify, can you listen to All by Myself? I don't believe. Or do you so. have to listen? Like, I'm about like to tell you. in the past, did you have to listen? To, well, I guess we could just go to it. We can we can take a modest mouse break. Uh, I'm on Wikipedia. Yeah. Uh, the Beatles have a few hidden tracks. Uh, one on Abbey Road. Oh, All by myself is one. So they they Spotify cuts out the entire. Does Abbey Road have one? Abbey Road does. Huh. According to Wikipedia, I believe Wikipedia. They wouldn't lie to me like uh, that. Janet Jackson, The Remembrance. You know The Remembrance, right? No, I don't. Right. I was hoping that you would elaborate a little more. That's why I kept looking <laughs> at you. Remembrance. Rembrandt. Rembrandt. Yeah. Yeah. yeah what, you're what saying did I say? Remembrance. Oh yeah, yeah. Which I forgot. Rembrandt. Rants? Uh, no, I forgot him. I'll Who? be there for you. I'll be yeah. Yep. That's friends. Yeah. Was that a hidden, that a hidden track? track? That no. was a hidden track. No, there's no way. Could you imagine being like a producer for a TV show and you listen to that album and then you had to wait all the way until the very end of the hidden track? You're like, that's the song that I want for yeah. my TV show. That's what he. That's what you get. This uh, he's teasing the viewers. I'm mad. I'm still. I can't believe we've we've already moved on from how mad we have to be about. 
Spotify ruining it in Dookie. That's that's trash, Spotify. Mm. Oh, you, you're not happy about that? Well, you, have, you want have, the song to play I have out? I Dookie on CD, and I have to skip it. I want it FOD to, to, to be 10 minutes long, and the last minute, 40 seconds, is all by myself, and no one knows. And they're like, why is this song 10 minutes long? There's nothing here. Because, <laughs> you know, inter- internet age people don't get hidden tracks. They're just like, oh, they do not. Happening. That is very true. Do they do they do hidden tracks on vinyl? Like, like well, if you have yeah, Dookie I, on vinyl, I, I does do, it yeah. is it just a bunch of empty space that just keeps playing? Yeah, it just keeps going. Yes. Oh, that's yeah. beautiful. I own Dookie, and it, that's what it does. Yeah. I like that. On the consequence of sound, they have an article best twenty best hidden tracks. The number thirteen is all by myself by Green Day. So number thirteen. Mm-hmm. What's number one? I'm going. I'm okay. Looking. I was trying to see if I recognize any other ones, but I don't. I know that I know other hidden tracks, but I don't. Oh, I'm sorry. But I don't. Um, nothing else comes to mind. No. I think the Bloodhound Gang has one. Oh my god. One of the best bands. <laughs> I don't know. You talk about Bloodhound Gang a lot. I like them. What about Bloodhound Gang do you like? They're, they're a good band. They know what they are. They go right for it. Oh dear. According to the, this list, Bitches Ain't Shit by Dr. Dre is a hidden track. Which Is I it? I don't know about this. Endless Nameless by Nirvana is a hidden track. Oh, that's right. I was right. I'm also... Never mind. Yep. I'm seeing that this charming man is supposedly a hidden track, but it's only like on the U.S. release of the CD because I'm pretty sure it was it was a B-side for oh I don't remember whatever single was on. Um, the Beatles' "Her Majesty" at the end of "Let It Be" is is a hidden track. Okay, mm-hmm. but it, I guess it was only twenty seven twenty three seconds after the album ended, so it's not that. That's hidden. not too hidden. I most people aren't gonna st- not stick around for twenty three seconds. I love that this album and no album of Modest Mouse has a hidden track, and somehow we got onto this topic. <laughs> there you go. No, this, I'm ready to... Look. Number one, Can't Take My Eyes uh, Off You, Lauren Hill. That's the number one mm, hidden track on this. Was that for Miseducation of Lauren yeah, Hill? Yes. Yeah. How did we get here? I'm currently... Jared. I just asked a question. You can edit it out if you really want no, to. I, I just won't. wanted to ask I would never. I love it. I'm never going to edit it. I was just thinking about that never hidden going to track. Edit it out. What? From that... From Dookie, and I wanted to know. I I didn't know if anybody else had one in mind, but I'm so happy that somebody else immediately thought of that song. Yeah, oh, like, okay. that's like no, that's what that's the first one to think of. Yep. I mean, it's that, and also, you know it's funny. Trey Cool sings that song. Did you know that? Yeah. No, I didn't. Yeah, oh, you didn't. Trey Cool is the one singing it, which is so funny. If you ever listen to him do interviews, he sounds like that. And so when he sings, he sounds like <laughs> like Tommy Pickles or something. It's so weird. <laughs> You want me to play all by myself? Yeah, I do. Okay, we're you know we got in this deep. Why not? I was alone. I was all by myself. (laughs) You heard? You yeah. Okay. No one was looking. It's been a while. It's been a while. I was thinking of you. Oh yeah, did I mention? I was all by myself. Thank you. Let's get one of those in in every podcast. All by myself. All by myself. All right. Uh, That's enough. That's enough. You feel all satisfied because it's pretty much that the whole time. <coughs> no, nothing really changes from then. Are we? Are we good on this? Yeah. <laughs> you, you sure you don't want to talk any more about hidden tracks? I'm okay. I guess we, we can. T- we can talk more about. Hidden. I think it would have been great if. 
in Insomniac was only Trey Cool singing. Like they just decided at the end of Dookie, okay, this is who we want to go with now. I think that th- this is what we should have been going with all along. And then Insomniac, it was only Trey Cool singing <laughs> the songs. And then they were like, whoops. And then it went back to. Didn't they do a song or an album where he sang? Tra- uh, the was whole it album? Was it Trace? Because they did the Uno Dos Trace one, right? Yeah. No. He didn't sing on that. No, I don't I mean, know. I, I never listened to that. I didn't either. I assumed. I, not, nobody. No, I don't. Nobody so. listened to those that three part album oh, so series. People did. did. Not very many. No. Well, yeah. the not worst people did. If you listen to if that, we're going to keep worst talking people. about Green Day for a second. If you have, <laughs> what does Green Day have to do with Modest Mouse? <laughs> by the way, nothing. But if you, yeah, hidden track, bro. Uh, There's no hidden track on any Modest Mouse album. You don't know that. You haven't listened to the very end of all of them. I sure have. They're really hidden. No, they're really hidden. A few years ago, several years ago, probably 15 years ago now, actually, thinking about it, Uh I got the um, soundtrack to the Godzilla film. Oh, God. And there's a version of Brain Stew. There's a version of Brain Stew by uh, Green Day that incorporates Godzilla's screech or whatever you would call it his his call just, yeah, in the middle of just at random parts within brain stew and oh it's like no. my favorite thing ever it's so fun oh it's not on spotify no it's not on spotify but it's it's like one of my favorite green day songs just because i like brain stew but every time brain stew comes on and godzilla is not in the background i get very sad <laughs> That's entirely fair. I hope that every, every episode that you take over the podcast at some point to talk about Green Day. I hope that's in the new. I won't do that. I this, is, this is a new. No, it, I'd love it. And oh, then we do find an episode. A and then we do an episode with Green Day. And I have nothing to say. <laughs> You've got all of your Green Day material <laughs> out. You already said all of it. <laughs> Tyler, do you have any uh, any band that you'd like to take over the podcast briefly? I'm looking for this break. Oh, dude, you know, this sucks because they got that Godzilla album. Like half of the tracks are on Spotify. Yeah. And that's just one that's not. There's also um, on that soundtrack, it's P. Diddy doing a, a, a cover version of Come With Me uh, with Jimmy Page. It's oh, really I bad. It. It's terrible. That's a shame. What a fantastic movie to ruin with. Mm-hmm. I know. I don't know how fantastic that movie was. <laughs> oh, it was so good. Right? Who is who's in that? Are we just Matthew avoiding talking? I believe. Are we just I avoiding talking about Matthew we were Broderick. dead before the ship even sank? Is <laughs> no, that I don't want to. I want to talk about that album. Let's talk about that. one. All right, let's get into it. Let's get into it then. I mean, if, if you if you guys want to talk about Matthew Broderick first, no, I'm good with him. Not I, a I good like actor. him. He's cool. That's all I have to say. Okay, fine. not not good. He's good in that one. You don't movie. like Matthew Broderick? No, no, not not at all. He he can't act. Mm. Did we already talk about this? No, not today. I don't know. Not we talked about this last time I saw what you. What movie are like, you talking in about that he's good in? We may have. I Ferris don't know. Bueller. I think we, that, Ferris Bueller was good. Yeah. Everything else, not so much. He's in the new producers. He's pretty decent. I, I never I saw seen it, that. But, well, I mean, it's not new. It came out in 2005. So well, you know the, remake, but yeah, the yeah. new version of the producer, the newer one. Did you happen to see the the Christmas Story live? No, was he in it? Yeah, he was in it. He was like the narrator. Oh, it was. Oh, it was not good. He was, it was very real bad. bad. He was bad in Tower Heist. Let's see. I really haven't seen that many of his movies. He if was you're out there, Modest Mouse, I'm so sorry. <laughs> he was he was a voice in B-movie, Adam Flayman. Mm. Uh, I never saw Deck the Halls, but it was a Christmas movie, so it's probably He's not that good. He's in The Lion King. Come on. He's in mm. Lion King. Yeah. And Lion King one and a half. He's Simba. I'll give him Lion King. You'll give him Lion King? Yeah. That's nice of you. He was also in The Music Man. I believe um, he was in The Music that. Man. 
he was the star of it in the in the TV mm-hmm. movie. I was in Inspector Gadget. He was Inspector Gadget. That was pretty bad too. But I forgot about him in that movie. <laughs> the guy that did the follow-up film, he was pretty good. And the cable guy. Oh, uh, French Stewart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't even need IMDb for that. I do it for no reason. Why do you have that in your mind? I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I'd, I'd say Simba's pretty up there for his voice role. He was also in The Thief and the Cobbler, which was... um um. Oh, shoot. Cody is losing his shit over here over the fact that we're still talking about this. That's Vincent Rice's... Uh, Vincent Price, not Vincent Rice. That's, that's, <laughs> Vincent a, Rice, that's Rice. a racist name. Vincent Price. <laughs> that was his Look, final Jared, like, his final film role, I believe, was in The Thief and the Cobbler. It's clear that Jared and I were defending Matthew Roderick's honor to be mediocre and not bad, okay? Mm-hmm. All right. He was I'll also in the movie... Up. He was in the movie Glory. That was pretty... I think... Um, Edward, yeah, I have an idea. Denzel Washington was in that movie. Yeah, there, hey, yeah. there you go. You guys keep talking. We're just gonna play dashboard in the background. Ooh, I like that idea. <laughs> we should do that as a podcast. We talk about nonsense. <laughs> That's but then we play music in the back. A whole album. We're like, we're not actually talking. So, what about- you think about the album? Oh, I thought it was pretty good. Let's go back to bullshit about the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, uh, unfortunately, I think that people would be more likely to listen. To us just bullshit about everything mm-hmm. rather than just talk about why it's mouth. Maybe. I, I'm, I'm, I'm open to suggestions at this point, you know? I'd probably, I'd probably say Fire It Up might be my favorite song from this song. Let's play some Fire yeah, It Up. Besides Dashboard, I like Dashboard. But I like Dashboard. I like Dashboard, too. I'm not afraid to admit that I like Dashboard. Miss the, boat, Miss the Boat is good, too. You know, this was supposed to be a concept album about um, um, people at sea. And each song was supposed to be about their demise. No, I did not know that. They did not. They didn't end up doing that part. That was fired up. Are we taking requests now? I mean, we'll take requests. uh, Spitting Venom. Is that your favorite song? That is. Oh, Spitting Venom is good. You know, I would have taken requests like this this whole (laughs) time. If at any point you were like, you know what song I want to hear right now is this song, I probably would have got. I I played All By Myself by Green Day on request. <laughs> Good choice. How could you not once it's mentioned? That's true. I That's going to be the whole the whole thing is if a song gets mentioned, then it gets played. Fly trapped in a jar. According to the, next. the AV Club, um, that is who said that it was invent- envisioned as a concept album about a boat crew that dies in every song. Oh, this album. But they didn't do that. They, it just has a nautical theme to it. I almost, I think I would have liked the album more had it gone with that theme. Yeah, yeah, that would have been good. The nautical theme is okay. I, I mean, the videos are pretty fun. Yeah, they are. For both Miss the Boat and Dashboard. Yeah. This is a fine, like, uh, next album from Good News, I'd say. It's I, not, like, amazing, but it's it's fine. I just, I think that my thing is, is that there's just not any song that stood out as much as the rest of their discography does on this album. I think all of the songs are fine. I don't have a problem with any of the songs on this album. I just don't, I don't think I'd sit down and, like, really listen to anything from this album. Uh, it's pretty. Upon puzzle, well, we're already dead, and well, it's probably been said that it's always been said. One wing is an eagle. I like how he sings like Home Star Runner. 
<laughs> I hope that's a reference that rings through for oh, the it listeners. Will. It will. The whole album. That was that was actually I was reading Jer that that was the premise for the album. So I don't know what you read. <laughs> was that on AV Club? The AV Club. Isaac Brock said, "Look, let's. What would happen if I just sang like Homestar Runner for every song of the entire album?" And Johnny Mars like, "Oh, I guess you could do it." I'm gonna sing a song like this. I'm always star one. <laughs> Is that a good Homestar Runner? Johnny book? Mars is like, thank you for disincluding me. And Morrissey is a big dick. <laughs> <laughs> Anything left on this album? Anybody? Did, what anybody? was your favorite no. song? Did you say your favorite? I, I think that Dashboard is my favorite. Honestly. Yeah, Dashboard's a, a good, good song. One. It's a good one. Yeah, it is good. I, like That was the first song that I heard off of this album. I just don't think that anything ever topped it. Mm-hmm. It's a really, really good track. Do we play Dash? I played Dash. Yeah, you played it. You don't play Dashboard again? No. Okay. Yeah. All right. Here we here we go. <laughs> Strange to ourselves. I Yay. don't. Again, there's some good songs on this album. I just like one. It was hard to get through. Oh, you know, here's. I know that we keep playing the bad songs off this album, and we'll play some of the good ones. But let's play God is an Indian and you're an asshole. Okay. And then you can talk about what this made you think about, Cody. I just don't know what that song is. It's it's weird. It's interesting. I guess I am supposed to like their weird and interesting music. I think that Strangers to Ourselves could theoretically grow on me. I don't think Pistol can grow on me, but I do think that the album could probably grow on me more if I gave it more chance. Yeah. Yeah. It's not too bad. It's just the worst of theirs. Which is saying a lot. They've got a lot of really good albums, so like having a worst album is like there. There are so many other groups that have just like straight up stinkers. This is not. This is not a flop by any means. This is just a just not up to par with the rest of their work. Yeah, I agree. Hey, guess who uh, agrees with my ranking of albums? Your exact ranking of albums? Mm-hmm. Who's that? Pitchfork. <laughs> That's not surprising. God, mm-hmm. the needle drop guy. Does he, does he agree with it too? Yeah, Anthony Fantano told me that you know my rankings right and everyone else's sucked. <laughs> you, you shot him an email right before this. I did right before we, uh, you know, as we were prepping, I opened up all of the pitchfork and then I was like, hey, Anthony, uh, so watch out, watch out for that YouTube video dropping here in about like you know twenty seconds. Looking forward to like, it. Everyone else sucks. Listen to this guy. Say okay, say your order again. It was Lonesome Crowded West. Lonesome Crowded West. Moon in Antarctica. Yep. Long drive. Yep. Good news. Yep. We were dead. Strangers to ourselves. Do you want to know what's funny? The majority of critics agree with that as well as, well, actually, no. No, the majority of people do. So I have a website that I use. I use album of the year. If anybody's looking for my, (laughs) my review page, um, and the user reviews on those are in the same order as well. So I think that that's a pretty I think that's a pretty universal way to look at those albums. I don't typically listen to Pitchfork anyway. They say some albums that are good or bad, so you know, I don't trust them. But they did give Lonesome Crowd of West a 10, which it deserves. It does deserve a 10, honestly. 
anything anything else on strangers to ourselves we want to listen to before we do we want to pl- we want to play at least one good song from strangers to ourselves ah, probably I think the single was good i thought the single off of that album was good was that lampshades on fire yes well, uh, that was I guess there were two singles. I like that one's not bad. I like the Ground Walks with Time in a Box. That too. is my favorite song on the album. We'll play them both. Mm-hmm. Why not? We'll start with Ground Walks with Time in a Box. Because this just sounds more like an actual traditional Modest Mouse song, I think. And that's I, probably why I like it. In fact, this sounds more like their older stuff than quite a few of their most recent albums, from my perspective. That too. Yeah, I think so too. It's got that kind of jammy, like, kind of messy guitar riff to it. And we got through 30 seconds, not a single <laughs> lick of singing, which is totally like their old work. Yep. Where you right. gotta you gotta work through the long intro to get to the actual song. In comparison, Lampshades on Fire, I believe, does not have the same long of an intro. I also really love the idea that the audio is not working, and so what's happening is we're actually just sitting <laughs> quietly for like 30 to 45 seconds over and over I again. Mean, that would be really funny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cody's got a button I mean, to control this. Can you count that as singing? I mean... Hasn't been 30 seconds. I think that one sounds a little bit like their older stuff too. Yeah, yeah I thought that there were a few tracks on this album. I'd like, I, you know, I'd say that Lampshades was one of them where I forgot even the even the next one, like mm. the first three tracks plus Ground Walks. I kind of didn't know what album I was listening to. Right. They kind of fit in with the last one, and I was like, wait a minute. And then when I went back and heard those things again after a little bit from not listening to them, I was like, oh no, that was on Strangers to Ourselves. That's weird. I thought that was on. You know, we were dead or something like that. Right. Well, that's still why I have such a hard time. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm starting to think more and more that I might have liked Stranger to Ourselves more than I did their album before because I think that there are more tracks that sound like their traditional sound that I really like. There's just again a few misses, a couple misses on that album, a couple misses on that album. We played Pistol yet? You want to play Pistol one more time? I want to play it again. Let's play yeah. Pistol one more time. See, I told you, I'll take requests. Uh, skip into it. Get it, get into the meat of it. Yeah, we'll get, yeah, let's get into the meat of this song. It has some qualities I like, but it's just... Does it? It's just... What qualities are those, Cody? Don't listen to him and just listen to the music of this part. It's. I mean, it's got something yeah. going on. It's, it's got, got that driving bass, man. Yeah. Yeah, that That's driving like bass. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, so I say let's let's for one one quick round. What's favorite song of modest mouse i think tyler you already said yours just did we do this album did we pick a yeah a song? oh yeah yeah. i guess we do have it well jared did you listen to this album enough that you feel like you have a, a favorite track i'm picking i'm picking pistols oh jared no not pistol 
<laughs> Don't do it, Jared. I'm doing it. Don't betray us. Can we do? Is it a spiteful choice or not? I think it's a spiteful choice. Yeah, it's the only. It's one of only two songs I've really heard from this. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't dislike it enough. I mean, the other two, the lampshade on fire and the ground walks with time in a box, they're both songs that you played, and that, but they're not any better or worse than Pistol. <gasps> oh no! Oh boy! Oh no! <laughs> You're you're just you're I said just, it. You're just wrong, Jared. You're just wrong. Well, I like weird music. Too. I just don't. <laughs> I like weird music. Here we go. All right, all right, all right. I'll I'll bite my tongue on this one. I'll I'll leave. I, I like leave traditionally. I like music that people say, "Oh, this is a bad song." I'll be yeah. like, "Okay, I like that song." <laughs> that does sound like, like you. Uh, He's just full of spite. He's just constant spite. <laughs> Like, uh, Call Me Maybe is like, I mean, it's a bad song, but it's a it's, damn good song, but or like Friday by Rebecca Black. Like, yeah. it's traditionally oh a very God. bad song, but because it's so bad, I enjoy it. I relate to that, or like, uh, what do you really do? Relate right to that? said Fred, I'm too sexy for my shirt. Mm-hmm. That's a bad song, but. Man, you sing it, Aqua Barbie Girl, same way. I don't know if that's no, a bad that's, song. That's a good song. That's a good song. It's a ba- no, it's not a good song. You're right. What's it's good really, about it's it? It's a really bad song. It's a bad <laughs> song. It's a really bad song. But it's popular and it's in it's etched into our brains now. So So what you're saying is Pistol is eventually going to be Barbie Girl for me. It's no, Barbie because it it's not going to be etched. It it's not is. it's not it doesn't get played in uh, the corpse of Toys R Us or anything. Oh, I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna go to the corpse of Toys yeah. R Us and I'm gonna play Pistol on repeat until I come out of that store. Yeah, you can't sing it. Don't challenge Jared on the Toys R Us playlist. <laughs> he knows no. it back to front. It's, he's got it. He's got it down. It was funny. Um, a few days ago, this little girl. I was at Goodwill. I, I work at Goodwill, and this little girl was like, "Grandma, I miss Toys R Us." Aww. And she was like, because she was picking, to- she was picking dirty ass toys out of Goodwill. All the- <laughs> <from> the bar- <laughs> Remember when there were good versions of Remember what I'm when doing they were right in now? The package still and not broken and <laughs> dirty and whatever. Right. Yeah, that was pretty bad. That was a sad day for that little kid. That's a sad day for she that little kid. Shop for toys at the Goodwill. Oh, Cody, we never, you never talked about Ansel. Oh, Ansel. Yeah, talk oh, about that. Ansel's good. Uh, do you know what that's about? What? Ansel. It's about his uh, his brother, whose name was Ansel, who died in an avalanche. I was wondering about that. That's you know, a real thing. It's, yeah, it's clear, but is it actually his brother? It's actually his brother. He died on Mount Rainier. Whoa. Yeah. Wasn't he? Didn't he say he was there? I don't know. The song says he was there. Or was that just one of those like stylistic things that he like needed to be there for the song? Kind I of thing? think so. I don't think he was actually there. I think he was. The body was like missing for a month or something. Let's play it. Here we go. This screams dead brother to me. I took a trip down to Mexico with my father and brother and soul. And that's it. Talking about Dead Brothers. It's a good song. Mm-hmm. It's actually a pretty good song. It is. It is pretty good. It's pretty. It's really catchy. It's probably a catchy song on the album. It has almost like a Hawaiian vibe to it. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it does. I could see it. Like a kind of, you know. Luau. Kind of, Lu- yeah, like a yeah, Luau. Kind of like Lilo and Stitch. Yeah. Li- kind of yeah, like exactly. uh, That one should have been on the Lilo and Stitch soundtrack. The Surf's Up soundtrack with Sugar Ray yep. right next to it. <laughs> right next to it. That's clearly where it came. That's that's where this one was. So, I'll go back to the question. And did everybody get their yes. favorite songs yes. out of Stranger to Ourselves? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Overall well, favorite well, I, did, track. I didn't catch them all. What were they all? Okay, yeah, let's go over them again. Jared, Jared's going with Pistol. Cody? I said Lampshades, but I'm going to change it to Ansel. You're going to change it to Ansel? I think so. You're given, Ansel now? Given the story so. involved. The story oh, I already knew the story, but I, I'm going to yeah, I'm gonna go with it. Mine is Ground Walks with Time in a Box. And then yeah, my, I would say Ground Walks as well for me. Yeah, okay. So then what is the overall best... Best track from Modest Mouse, all time, go. Even though I didn't say this one, I'll go ahead and just, like, def- their definitive track yep. is Float On. It's, it's Float We did not talk about Float it's On. It's not the best song, necessarily, no. but it is the definitive. And what's interesting, I thought that they, I thought they were a one-hit wonder, but it turns out they're a no-hit wonder. They have no hits to their name. Right. No radio hits. And what's the other interesting thing is that Dashboard is um higher than float on in terms of like it, it got to number 61 and float on got to number 67 so that's pretty surprising even though everybody wow. knows float on it didn't crack the top 40 but dashboard nobody knows that song now they knew it in 2007 right but nobody really knows it now and yet yeah not the way they know float on correct well i think the thing about float on though is that when float on came like when float on became their big hit like that was really their first big hit. They didn't have oh, anything yeah. really that no. came off of Moon in Antarctica. No, Obviously, really nothing no. came off of their first two albums, and so it didn't. It wasn't riding the momentum of any of their other work, so it was hard for it to really like move up the charts that much. And no. so with Dashboard, people were gonna be like, "Oh, hey, I remember that that Modest Mouse band. They had that Float On song that came out a couple of years ago." Um, and so they'll it might move up the charts faster because and of Dashboard, their already established. It like, came momentum. out. Towards like the hype, the biggest part of like when Fuse was popular. Yeah. So like when that video came out, they were able to get more radio play because they played the people were watching song. Fuse That's, when they I, got I, home I from school. I think it's school. interesting you mentioned Fuse. Yeah. Because I watched, I used to watch Fuse with my neighbor <clears throat> at his house, and I remember when the Float On uh, music video was on Fuse. Because it's kind of like a like a stop motiony yep. kind of thing. Well, I remember when Franz Ferdinand take me out. They have a very similar video, and it came on Fuse, and my neighbor was so mad because he's like, "They stole this video style from Honest Mouse." I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, "Okay, bud." <laughs> and so now I can't think about Float On without thinking about Franz Ferdinand, and which who are also really good. So yeah. for a while, I was like, "Yeah, stupid Franz Ferdinand," and then I made my own decisions separate. I, I from kind of. Even though they're very different now, uh, Modest Mouse and Blue October are kind of similar in my mind too. Like, like Into the Ocean is a nautical song uh-huh. by Blue October, and it's like an alternative rock band that kind of did things differently and are really not not the traditional alternative rock band. Although right. Hate Me kind of is that song, but it's it not. Is. Um, but like Congratulations with I'm Again Heap. Mm-hmm. And and into the ocean and like they have bizarre kind of songs as well as modest mouses. Oh, what was the modest- one where they were like the? I can't remember this song, but there's the video where he's like burying a body. Um, you're talking about um, uh, dirt room, dirt room. 
dirt room. That's another one that's a little bit lo- like non-traditional. Mm-hmm. That was yeah, after yeah. Um, their uh, whatever that album's called. I d- I don't know Blue October well enough to, to really album, delve into Blue October. Like got them really big. That's neither here nor there. No. <laughs> so, so Jared, you're sticking with Float On for your number one. Just in like. Yeah, just not like their, it's just their definitive song, really. Like, it might not be my favorite song ever, but it's the one, what, if you say favorite? Modest Mouse, it's the song that comes to mind. Which is your favorite? What's your favorite of theirs? Um, I don't know. I mean, probably something from Good News, most mm-hmm. likely. But whatever, what was your what number, was, wasn't your number one, Bukow, or no, Bury Me With It? Yeah. That was mine. Yeah, that's a great song. But I don't, I mean, that's not the song that I, when I put on, a Modest Mouse song. I'll just, like if I think about Modest Mouse, I go to yeah. Modest Mouse on Spotify. The first song that pops up is "Float On." And that's the song. you know, it's just like right. that's where I'm basing my thing off of. That's what you're going to listen to the most. Well, it's what I'm going to have to listen to the most. It's the song that's on the radio. It's the song that's yeah playing at a basketball game or whatever. It's their, it is. It's their definitive song when it comes down to it. So I, I mean, I respect that as an answer. I yeah, Float On has 157 million. Listens on Spotify. The we really next, rely on Spotify for this podcast. The next highest is Dashboard at 42. So their Float On has been streamed three times as many times as their next right biggest, well, almost four times, really. But yeah. Well, it's been sampled and what have you. I mean, I, I don't disagree with you in any way. Like, that's, that's clearly their most definitive album or definitive song in terms of, you know, like what everyone knows, mm-hmm. what's there. I think if you asked anyone, what's a Minus Mouse song? They would say, uh, "This is the only." That would be if they were on Jeopardy, the song that they'd pick. For yeah. sure, right? Yeah, very true. Uh, Cody, what's yours? That's hard. I think I think I know what yours is going to be, but I I won't say it. Uh, I was thinking either probably Cowboy Dan. Oh, I was so close. Or doing the Cockroach. That was the one I was thinking you were going to say. Those are my two favorite from that album. That's my favorite album. Tyler, good choices. Doing the Cockroach, definitely. Doing the cockroach, doing the Cockroach. It's been <sighs> my favorite Modest Mouse song forever. I I think also my favorite album. I I think that my favorite is still Ocean Breeze Salty, just because that's the one that like I think that was the one that left the most mark on me. Like growing up listening to Modest Mouse, and, and it follows it follows Float On really well and is very underappreciated in comparison to. Oh, that was song. one last question I had before before we transition right. away. If you could hold on now, wait a minute. Hmm. Because I want you to save your last question for last question, if that's how you want to end this. But I've got I've got a question. Go for it. And I have two notes I want to touch on, if Great. you're willing. Of course. Let's yes. go. All right. Note one. Note one. They use the song title Lounge in both their first album and their second album. <laughs> just, you, want, you go back to back with lounges. That's pretty ballsy. Way to go. Lounge and... Yes. Lounge lou- and lounge. Oh, would you look closely? <laughs> that's but true. Yeah. Although the, it is the lounge on Lonesome Crowd West is better. That's actually a track as well. I, but I, I would agree like, with that. Guys, you just did it. You just did lounge. <laughs> you just did lounge. You you didn't think that and maybe. they're different songs. Yeah. Yeah, they're not even the same. Let's listen. Like, well, that first recording sucks. Because a lot so we'll of times a band will like. First it, lounge. Like they'll put another song. Like if it's in, an independent release and then they put the song that they liked onto their debut album. Yeah. From the independent Right. We like this song. We'll re-record it and put it on our album again. Yeah. This is totally different. This is two different songs named the same thing. Second Lounge. Yeah, I mean, they had a baby. They had a song called Baby Blue Sedan, which if you guys listened on Spotify, you would have heard it. Maybe. 
This is way more loud. Oh yeah. This is like elevator loud. I love lounge closing time. Yeah, I do too. It's a good one. Yeah, those are two very different songs. Note two. Note two. Note two. Note two. This goes into back where I was when I was like, look, this We Were Dead, this is like the album that everyone knows because this is, and here's where I'm going. Mm -hmm. Would you see a person, hipster or not, with a Modest Mouse tattoo? What tattoo is it? I don't know if I've ever seen a Modest Mouse tattoo. Oh my God. Let's talk. Everyone has this uh, Hot Air Balloon Anchor tattoo. (laughs) I'm looking this up. That's on the cover of that album. Everybody, you see that? Pic- you see that picture? Everybody, collectively, look at that. <laughs> Just look at Modest Mouse. Up, oh, yep, yep. Every one of these. You see what I'm saying? Like that's this is couple arrows. Couple, couple people got the the cover of Good News on their on their people. bodies. That's much rarer. Everyone gets this tattoo. I wanted to bring it up because you know, because you know, I'm like you got. I'm because I'm like I hate all of you. I hate all of you that have that tattoo. Listen. <laughs> To another one. I'm gonna get That's that better. tattoo now. <laughs> don't do this. Just don't to spite this you. Me. Oh, don't don't you think I won't taint my body just to spite you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would. I know. All right. Why would my you get last, that? My last get question that before you get like, to why would you get that tattoo? Things. What like from that album specifically? Like they have all the other albums. They have the album that's the most popular. They have mm-hmm. the original albums, mm-hmm. and then they have the album that wasn't as popular and wasn't as good and then you say this is this is the tattoo i want i think that the problem is is that a lot of and i know that it's a problem but like the the rest of their album artwork is not as like easy to sketch out into a tattoo and people want to have a tattoo of something that they really like so if you really like modest mouse then like the easy thing to go with is that tattoo it is very tattooable yeah. it is very tattooable where cop outable well because i'm also seeing like the the weird are they like broken flowers that are on the cover of good news what are those those are there's arrows yeah arrows oh those those are arrows yeah yeah, yeah. okay Mm -hmm. i'm looking at closer those are arrows like i've seen some people getting that but like that's a lot less stylistically appeasing as compared to one one thing that i'm down with is you know i see someone with that tattoo you know you walk up say oh modest mouse they go yeah i go okay and then i just i know i don't want to talk to you so that makes Mm. it a lot easier that makes sense and you so you've never tried it and just said like so uh what's your favorite album is it lonesome crowded west oh as if i have to ask that question when you see that that's kind of my point like my favorite song is dashboard the album artwork for the single for float on has a single arrow into a wall a green wall Wow! Because the other wow. the album has uh, a total of seven arrows. Seven arrows. So we're really covering our bases on this podcast. Yes. Yes. Right. <laughs> what was your What was your last thing, Tyler? All right. My question. My last question before Caleb's last question is: What? Yeah. Which Modest Mouse album? This I know your answer, of course, Caleb, yeah. is the first one that you listened to. Yeah. So my the because Lonesome of Crowded West was the first one I listened to, which I can't I won't deny that's probably part of the reason I like it so much mm-hmm. compared to the other ones. But yeah, so mine is good know. news for people who love bad news. I heard I think that's the first one we listened to, correct? Yes. I we had a friend who gave us a couple like burn CDs like back when mm-hmm. that was a thing. Oh, that's um, cute. Yeah. I, I what else came? We got the matches. Mm-hmm. We got good news. And I think we got Motion City soundtracks. Rock kills kid. Yeah, I think that was another one of them. So we got a couple of those like indie albums. 
that were like coming out in that year. And so I bet that was the one that stood out more than any of the other ones. And so I've been listening to them ever since. What was yours, Cody? Uh, my favorite? No, no, your the one your first album you from them. them. Uh, good news. That was your first album from them. Yeah. I think that that was probably most people's first album. At least people our age. A lot of people didn't yeah. like. A lot of people didn't like grow up. It, like in the early 90s like I, most people i don't think a lot most people didn't grow up in the early 90s yep. <laughs> i didn't finish that Statistic, at all statistically you're correct a most lot of people right. didn't most grow up in the early 90s people did not grow up in the early 90s listening to modest mouse's first two albums was what was gonna be my final thought i don't know why well, i mean I at the age we away. were we were that would have been uh that's 14 years ago or almost 15 now. Yeah. Happy 2019. Happy 2019, everybody. But, so I would I would have been, what, 12 years old. Yeah, I'd have been 13. So where do you go to discover indie rock when you're 12 years old? Right. right. Like, well, you got, we're lucky you we got to watch too. TRL and Fuse and um, the VH1 Top 20 video. Television, man. And the radio. We didn't, I didn't get to into indie rock indie rock bands other than like cds i borrowed from my uncle and stuff you know like right i listened to the replacements and um uh, crash test dummies and um the lemon heads and stuff like that and the ramones yeah. but i mean like ramones. you have to be you have to have somebody show you something like that at that age right 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 yeah the ramones that was a big early one for me too uh, really for me for my for my age i would have been good news would have been the one that i probably would have heard initially as well but for some reason it just came about that i didn't which i'm down with yeah so the question that i was going to have to close things out was if you could take any one of their songs and you could have made this is not like your favorite song it's a little bit different what would have been the song that you wanted would have wanted to be their big commercial success like if 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 people were to say like Oh yeah, Modest Mouse. I know that song. Blank. What Pistol. song would you have wanted that to be? Pistol. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. We need to drop Pistol. Ooh, I'm gonna have to mm. think about this one. I know. So, are you replacing Float On? Then, yeah. Or? Like instead of Float On being their big commercial success song, what is their big commercial think, success song? You know, I think the next one that I think probably could have made it if if people were listening more is Gravity Rides Everything. Oh yeah. Okay, let's try that one out. It does have like a really, really pleasant vibe about it that I could see translating. Like I could have seen this playing kind of like in an like, yeah, I could have seen this playing in like movies or something like that. Yeah, I mean it's got kind of like a, it's kind of an easy song once it gets into it, and it doesn't, you know, it's kind of mellow with acoustic stuff, and it just sits there for the whole song. Yeah, in that kind of space. Their intros are too long for them to be commercially successful. That's fair. Even even float on is pretty long though. Do you want to test this out? It's not that long. Well, it is a minute shorter. Does anybody else have an answer? God, I don't know. Does they? I because I think I I still I don't know that it would work, but I still really want convenient parking to be the song that people know. Yeah, I don't I don't think it would have happened. That's a good song. It is a really good song. 
I think horn intro really should be. <laughs> I just think this is the one from Lonesome Crowded that could have easily like it's a little shorter in comparison to the rest of the songs. It's not as like non-traditional, I guess. It's still a little weird, but it's not like unacceptable. Well, you know that the most popular song on Lonesome Crowded West that I really, I guess that I, when I looked at a lot of different like kind of reviews on this album or listened to people, people are really into Trailer Trash. I do really like Trailer Trash. It is really good, and I and that's really, I mean, it doesn't. When you look at the ratings, you know that's really just about tied for the top with Art Cook's Brain. Yeah. I think I because I was watching a a, a Watch Mojo video a little bit ago and they did their top songs and I think wasn't Trailer Trash their number one Cody I think so yeah Watch so, Mojo did top a top played. ten modest yeah, mouse song and they album. picked Trailer Trash as their number one song that is Float so On was like what four 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 or five and Dashboard was just like um honorable mention I was yeah. like somebody paid Watch Mojo good money for that one Dude, I'm telling you Trailer Trash people it's it's a thing people like that song that's a song that really stands out to a lot of people on that album and it is really good i don't know i don't know what part of it is it that does it for him but let's okay let, let's do one more song and then we'll be done listening to songs we'll do trailer trash since that's my answer to your question is miss the boat okay that's a good answer cody do you have an answer before miss, play this? miss the boat yeah. yeah as the like the song that would right. would replace float on i think that's a good commercial song yeah somewhat i would agree with you i mean it was a answer. single cody doesn't have an answer that's okay it was a single so it had a chance to you it know just I mean? didn't like, yeah, just didn't make it. You can't really be like, oh, this song should have. I mean, you can because other bands are like, there's a lot of lists of songs that should have done better. Mm-hmm. You know, like um, Say Yosin, You're Not Alone. A lot of people are like, that song should have been a radio hit and it just didn't. Yeah. But it had, it was a single, it was on TV, mm-hmm. it was, it had a music video. I mean, that. A radio, or you know, if you make a video for something and it becomes something on television, the label is pushing it. You know, they they want it right. to be something. Somebody pushed the shit out of Float On. Like somebody oh, yeah. made sure that that was going to be a commercial success. Well, like that's it's. There are a lot of songs that like um, are like B sides or something like that. Like mm-hmm. oh, they, this song wasn't even supposed. Our A song was supposed to be the hit but the b-side became the hit yeah that's not how it's supposed to work right for which for which song were you talking about jared um i mean no one in like nobody in particular but a lot of like other other bands i mean you can yeah that's that's true the b-side does tend to get well i mean back because it's like you know now we don't experience b-sides in the same way you know but when b-sides were initially you know a thing when it came on the back of a 45 i mean it was a non-album release that was still pretty good and like everyone loved them and it was really difficult to find them now yeah. we kind of don't have that experience anymore which is a little bit unfortunate so. we miss out on a lot of experiences like uh, we this is the second one now the um the hidden track yep. is something that we miss out on and then the b-side is something we miss out on by having like being inundated mm-hmm. by like streaming services which is not a bad thing it's just a different experience but the rolling stones you can't always get what you want was a b-side Oh, was it? Mm-hmm. That would be a good example. And um, Good Riddance, Time of Your Life by None Other Than Green Day was a B-side. Back oh, to Green Day. Lovely. <laughs> I should have saved that for the lovely. next episode. Well, Yellow Ledbetter was a B-side. Oh, was mm. it? That's a good song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's long, though. Isn't it like five and a half minutes long? Yeah, it is long. But it's a good... I mean, nobody really... Knows. What is that song about? <laughs> like, I don't know. 
Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna play trailer trash and then we'll we'll have some closing remarks. We'll say goodbye. All right. Okay. Actually, we could we could easily have it just play out. Yeah, we could. We'll play it out on trailer trash. So, uh, anybody have any any final remarks before we say goodbye? Just go listen to Loads and Crowded Blast. Go li- that's yeah. Let's not play it out because I think it's gonna be a little too loud. Yeah. It was worth a shot. Uh, yeah, go listen to Lonesome Crowded West. Go listen to Modest Mouse. Modest Mouse is a great band. Uh, don't listen to Pistol. Listen to Pistol. Listen. I think you've heard enough you of Pistol from us. Listen if you to listen the rest to- first and then get into it, yeah, yeah, yeah. you'll know. You'll you'll understand if you've if you've heard everything else. So, uh, I think pretty pretty universally, the two albums to listen to are. Lonesome Crowded West and good mm-hmm. news for people who love bad news. Uh, there's a lot of good other music that we've discussed, you know, but hopefully you found something from this podcast that you that you're really going to like. So on the next episode, we're going to be talking about none other than the Beatles, baby. <laughs> no one is allowed to do like <laughs> the the when you say the Beatles in a in a in a British accent. No one's allowed, allowed to do it. No one's allowed the to do Beatles. that. Damn it! I knew it. <laughs> I, I knew if I said no one was allowed to do it, then someone would do it immediately. So we got it out of the way here. We're Good not going to do it next week. No, it'll be the whole Make podcast. sure you listen to the Julian listen. Lennon songs before you come back next <laughs> week. Here's a question for next week. We, yeah. we all, I want to be Paul, so choose who you want to be now. <laughs> Ooh, I'm, I'm Ringo. Damn it. I, I want to be George. Oh, you're stuck with John. Dude. I don't want to be stuck with John. Neither Nobody wants Yoko. to be stuck with John. But oh, man. I'm stuck with John. All right, I guess shouldn't I be Paul? I'm the I'm apparently the the de facto leader of this. John is a de facto leader. No, I think Paul is. John is the leader. You think John's the Listen. leader? Yeah. All right, I, I guess I'm stuck getting shot. Then John, it is. <laughs> so yeah, come back for uh, for next week. We'll be listening to Beatles. We'll we'll talk about which albums we listen to because I don't think we're gonna be able to get to all of them. Uh, no. I won't be able to. <laughs> <laughs> you will once again not there's gonna it. be a running theme that i don't get through every album I, I say that jared's gonna listen to maybe like half of a revolver and call it a day okay. you know i like how I, I felt really bad that i didn't get through all of them and i was rushing here like as we as i was drawing out trying to fix this stuff to get the rest of that in and i like how we get in here and jared land half so i don't have to feel bad anymore about it no it's gonna probably be a thing where i i mean i'm gonna try real hard but (laughs) i'll always come up short (laughs) (laughs) all right well on that note thanks for listening and uh see you next time uh you gonna play us out am i gonna play us out yeah play us out what do you want to play out on anything you know what do horn intro (laughs) the last song from their last album (laughs) horn intro please okay (laughs) 